Hello and welcome to another episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the road. I am still in quarantine in Australia, day 11. Kai has come in to check in on my mental health and thankfully it's doing okay because, well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've had two bottles of wine today and things are going quite well for me emotionally. Uh, despite this morning, uh, when my agent decided to do something nice for me, which we talk about on the podcast, uh, we also talk about uh, one of my many celebrity friends by me a sex toy and then um oh, oh oh we also i think i think we argued about spirituality for a bit but like it didn't really go well um anyway fucking enjoy it sloss and humphreys on the road muggins and cream cream and muggins straight thugging living the dream that, that's our intro fucking muggles tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh <laughs> They said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? All right, Daniel. How are you? <laughs> I am all right. Day uh, 11. Uh, you're doing all right. You made me watch the film Moon. Um, on the last Aye. podcast, because I was uh, we were sucking off Sam Rockwell, we we're taking turns fighting over his cock. Um, you made us watch the film Moon, and I was like, you shouldn't watch that in quarantine. <laughs> no, I thought, what to be honest, I haven't, I haven't rewatched it yet, but I, uh, uh, I did, I, yeah, I recommended you yesterday watching. I was like, oh, maybe I should fucking watch it, and then I did sit and think, I was like, oh no, no, remember what it's about, man. Like that's not. It's it's so good. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be like watching it'd be like watching Lost on an airplane. Like it's just like don't <laughs> do it to al- yourself. Al- alive, the film Alive. Alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had to watch. We had to watch fucking Alive. Did you, did you ever get like PSE class, like physical and social education? So it's like social studies and talk, just like talking about the world and shit. Hold on. So PE is physical education, but in your school that physical and social education. Well, we also had. <laughs> we also had. <laughs> yeah, but like the phys- the physical stuff was like you, that was your puberty you, class. You, that you was work when... you work out well getting to know each other. No, there was also a PE class, but then there's a PSE class, which is about like your body's going to go through changes and also hear stuff that happens in the real world and blah blah blah. Like it was a one a week and it was a fucking skive, right? And the reason we knew it was a skive was because like whenever the team, whenever the teacher fucking rolled in the TV was one of the greatest days in class. You were like, this is fucking excellent. This is so good. So it was sex, ed, sex ed. Aye. Well, it was, it, was about, it was like about your life. It was, you know, uh, I don't know. I think in America it's called like social shite. I don't fucking know, man. But yeah. most of the time we didn't fucking learn. It was when they spoke to me about, here's all the drugs that you're going to be offered when you're older and why shouldn't we do drugs? And here's a lesson on alcoholism and here's a lesson on fucking drunk driving and, you know, like a moral class so Nat- title. Nat- Natalie told um, told me about one of her early lessons before. She was talking about the Sweet Valley High books, and she was reading the uh, Sweet Valley Twins, which is when they were younger. And um, and what, what they weren't twins when they were older. <laughs> no, 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 no. One of them got older. And let let me t- <laughs> let let me tell let me, let me tell you how I know this because one of them got a period before the other one. And I think it was Elizabeth got a period and Jessica was furious because she always does everything first. She's the one that, like, she takes more risks. She grows up quicker. I don't, I don't know. Right? I don't read it. Right. But Natalie read at eight years old about one of these twins coming out of a period. 
and the other one being furious about it. The book ends where the other one gets a period. Natalie didn't know what a period was. She just thought it was a class, so she was dead confused because she was like, well, if it's a, if it's a school lesson, why is right. one of them getting a period before the other? So she knew there was something up. She was eight years old. She knew that there was something up. She marched into her dad's study where her dad was reading and her mom was just like, I'm knitting or something, right? And marched past her mom up to her dad because he knows about books. He's the book guy, right? She marches oh, past her mom and goes, Dad, what's a period? <laughs> mom, <laughs> mom, keep out of this shit. <laughs> this is nice, a dad nice. question. Just... Dad. <laughs> <laughs> With all the confidence and innocence of someone that doesn't know what she's asking, right? She's like, Dad, what's a period? They're both awkward as fuck. They're fumbling, I don't know. And, uh, and Natalie's mom sat her down two days later and gave her this valuable lesson in life. When a woman gets older, the blood has to leave her boobs to make room for milk. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes out from between her legs. <laughs> Man, that was a quick those fix. Are, <laughs> <laughs> those, uh, those are Manny High Schools. <laughs> not up to scratch. Nah. Man, the Arabic sex ed is not. It's a, it's a real fumble of a class. How is that better? Where, so, where did you go? You so I just got bored. I just whenever I get very uncomfortable <laughs> whenever we talk about periods and stuff. So I had to just go through a lot of in my mouth. Ew. I I just think uh, girls are girls are gross, uh, and, and and anything about them uh, should just be learned by yeah. men. I've just you know, it's no point. It's no point me knowing what happens to their bodies. Yeah. You know, Carol Car- Car- just tell our daughters at some point. Um, I just but sorry, anyway, sorry, I, I, I cut off there. I just, I've, I've just fumbled with my mic. I think I had it on too low. I'm trying to fix. I'm trying to fix this, Danny. Right, this is new terrain for us to do podcasts like this remotely, right, and and well, and to a point where people are subscribing to it. Right, it was our, it was our when it was just a freebie. Now we've got a certain, like we've got a certain like uh, obligation of care, uh, as you can see, because we're on a Zoom call. Do you like my base? Well, your room's fucking haunted to be. Fair. I, I, I've um, I've took all of Natalie's burgers and I've hung them up around the room. No, I've, made, I've made a base. I've made a base. I was going to say it does look like you've managed to just like this is the one room Natalie's not allowed into, and that's why you've got your Ku Klux Klan sheets hanging up <laughs> just all around you. Like it's... So I have made uh, made. I've took every duvet, every cushion in the house, and I've built a fort. And I posted a picture of it on um, a video of it on Instagram. Just there, uh, just letting everyone know I'm making an effort to fix the. The problem with the sound from last um, the last podcast, and um, and somebody pointed out, Amy Lewis pointed out that mate, you do realise you've just you've just made a base so that you can have a chat to your best friend. <laughs> 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 so that's what's just happened. We're just we're just having a little meeting in the fort. It's the He-Man woman hate us. <laughs> no girls, no cooties. Boys no win. No Irish. Girls in the bin. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make. A, a, I'm gonna also have a duty of care not to brush over your jokes. You just said no cooties, no Irish. <laughs> in, your, in your boys' club, no girls, no cooties, no, no, no Irish, no, no dogs, no Irish. Ah, <laughs> oh, pickled. So eleven days anyway. of quarantine. Are you? Um, oh my god, I'm I'm driving myself insane. This is the fucking worst. Oh, are you? Ah, it's just three days now. I've done the heavy lifting. I that one. Like it's just. Uh, I just. I think. I'm so good at being a lazy bastard. Like I really have 
perfected it over the fucking years. So that first week when I was like fucking waking up and doing all this stuff that was good for me, like I was like, that's good. That's kept me in a fucking good mood. It's kept me in a good fucking headspace. And th- and then I stopped doing that. And then I was just like, oh, I'm still in the same headspace. Like I'm still like it doesn't change six o'clock in the afternoon. Doesn't matter how good my fucking workout was. Doesn't matter how long I fucking meditated for. Doesn't matter how long that cold shower fucking lasted. By six o'clock, I'm just going, oh, I'm bored. And that happens regardless of my morning routine. Regardless, yeah. So, so you don't think that, like, but that's a, it's such a short term thing, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, you got to be fine for a few days. If you've been working out and doing meditation and, and doing all these things that Philip. Oh, I, st- I stopped. Philip, I, st- I gave Sam Harris, I gave Sam Harris one last fucking chance on the first day of quarantine here, and he fucked up 17 minutes in, and, that, and then. Deleted off the phone. That's me properly done with him as a human being. Uh, is that because he made you open your eyes? No, just more of this shite that I don't have a head and that all this other fucking bollocks and that just you know, guys, it, it, ev- everyone listening, Danny, st- like this is to the listeners. Danny, you just keep it to this. Uh, Danny thinks he's got a head. Like <laughs> FYI, Danny thinks he's got a head, and I, I, I haven't had the heart to tell him, so I got him onto the Sam Harris app. Thinking that, like, he found out, and honestly, the fucking kick, the fussy is kicked up when he is told that he hasn't got a head. It's denial. It's I it's classic it. denial. I can I can see it on the Zoom call, Kai. I can see it on the Zoom uh, call. No, no, what you right. can see, you, is... Daniel, Daniel, listen. You can see your face on a screen. You can't see a head. You can see, uh, you can see a graphic image. If you press the power button, that disappears. Where's your head? Oh, I mean, if, if it's there. It's there. It's what I'm thinking. I okay. Also, this I, I it's this a, I think it's such a dumb of, thing. Of, if I can't say oh, it, it's the not there. Times, it's peekaboo. It's just uh, peekaboo. I, and he's made to be a fucking moral fucking philosopher. And he's like, oh well, I mean, you can't say it. You know, I'm like, why am I doing fucking standard grade philosophy while I'm trying to fucking calm down? And then also, just I know we've gone through this a thousand times, but when he's like, okay, so when when you have a thought, point to where it comes from, and I'm like, there. And he's like, it's nowhere, isn't it? And I'm like, no, it's there. Like, that's where my th- I know exactly where my thoughts are. If you were to put electrodes onto my fucking brain, I could show you specifically which part of my brain thoughts come from. Yeah, it is inside uh, yeah, of my head. Uh-huh, but that, no, inside your head's the screen that you watch it on, right? Like, the whole fucking thing is, like, I, like, I think what it's trying to say is, like everything that you see and hear and and smell and things from outside of your head are actually getting projected inside of your head. So everything out there is actually also in there. I think we've been through this before, haven't we? Uh, I think we've been through this before. I hit a cover old ground, but like when I look outside the window there through the little gap in my cushions that are in the fort that I've built, I see a fence. And yes, the fence is outside, but that like the thing that the light is reflecting off. And shining at, which is the matter that is the fence, is outside. But that image of the fence that I am creating is completely in my head. So everything outside of my head is actually inside of my head. Bollocks. All fucking cut wang in a bath with your trousers off, masturbating directly into your own mouth that sounds like your own voice. That's all that fucking is. You've bought into the fucking Sam Harris lie, and the pair of you are just in a fucking bath with your legs on the ceiling, <laughs> wanking directly into your own mouth. Why not? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I bet that felt fucking class to say it. I bet you hope it gets fucking clipped and people go, "Oh yeah, it's so perfect." It's fucking horseshit. It's what yeah, you fucking dude. see. I see things that are, like goes in 
Do you get it? Brain. Yeah, it's actually, it actually You're suit- not creating any image. That, That's there. It this actually suits, it suits your narcissism. You think you are just the person in the middle of it all, but you are everything. You are everything around you. Your interpretation of the world is unique to you. And like, if you put, if you put your consciousness in my body and you got the way I translate the lights and the sounds and the smells in directions you'd be fuck you'd probably be nauseous you'd probably be like what the fuck is this world that I'm living in so everything yeah, around is, you and like, you know this because this is... I perceive the world so different to you your observations are different to mine like like your directional ability the minute you were put in my operating system we- we don't we don't observe it differently. We react to it differently. The world is exactly this I, is like I, those fucking people. This is like the people who say, "Oh my god, it's so weird." Whiskey must taste like this for me, but it must taste this for you. No, it doesn't. Fucking berries taste the same to fucking everyone. Like, so that means all fucking taste. The experience isn't different. It's how you react to it. You're clearly having a different experience with food than I am. Like if if you got if you got to experience life through my lens, like you wouldn't be fucking such a funny about food. Like so, it's hard no, for it's, no, it's no, hard no, for me to uh, say it from your point of view. That's upbringing. That's history. That's, ah. that's, 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 it's got nothing to. It's got in nothing every to yeah, do upbringing and history. In all of that stuff, take you to this experience that you're having in life, whether it's your nature or your nature or what, you get to this experience that you're having, and your experience is so vastly different to mine. Even though we're actually two similar humans as far as the spectrum of humans go, we're still similar. But like, my world would be so alien to yours. So everything that you take in and everything that you perceive is yours. No, if I was in your body, I'd just have fucking longer legs and abs. That would be the fucking only fucking difference. Like, we experience the exact same world. We react to it differently because of the experience we've had in the past. Our personalities are different. That's what makes how we react to the world different. It's got fuck all to do with how we perceive it. We're not living differently. For one, your sight would be different immediately. That's just a basic one that we can quantify. That's so quantifiable, sight. Completely different, right? I'm like, gonna go and get laser eye surgery. I go back to me. Next step to the point that you need eye, you need eye. But that's not you though. You've, I mean, yeah, what you're gonna just keep having surgery and fucking stuff until you're just you again. Like what I'm saying no, is, my I'll just, experience get, I'll just is get my eyes fixed. No, I didn't it's, say keep. I'm not gonna fix your fucking nose or your earlobes, but I'm gonna fix my fucking eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's all fucking bollocks, man. So just like, just like, just like, right, hold on, just like, hold on. Well, what about, what about if, um, what about your experience compared to somebody who's homosexual? If you go into their experience, all of a sudden you're attracted to men in a way that you never used to be all when right, you were but you. I, that's but something. The that, that's still another the same. thing. I just like cock. That's now. another. That's another thing that's quantifiable. It's like your body and but, your but it's not a different world. Chemistry. It's the same world. I just have different likes. That's, so, it's the exact same fucking world we are existing fundamentally in the same hotel room i've just got different opinions that's all that's changed ah, ah, your opinion your opinions are what like i i don't i think that your interpretation uh reflects your opinions if you interpret something like a different way to somebody else and then your opinion's different so your interpretation is who you are so your consciousness is unique to you oh well that i okay <laughs> yeah obviously obviously ah. <laughs> that's not Okay, so you give up on meditation. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm fucking fully done with it. Like it's, uh, the Netflix no... ones are good. The Headspace ones on Netflix. If you just fancy somebody, nah. that's like he's a bit more like the, the the off-putting one about that is he keeps banging on about when he was a monk. And all I can think of is, were you really a monk or were you just a cunt on a gap year? Which because uh, you just gone off be a monk and then come back and just fucking fit back into the rat race, did you? <laughs> 
Oh, I got a fucking Netflix uh, special, did you? Uh, and this actual monk suit there, Gan, uh, he was a bit of a fucking chancer, a little bit of a in and out. Took what he needed, got back to it, just fucking got straight eyes, started claiming the corporate ladder I got on Netflix. I just figured there are a thousand other ways to meditate during, because all meditation is, is being present, right? That's all it is. Mm. Now, you don't have to sit and do fuck all to be present. You can be present while you wash your hands. You can be present while you cook fucking dinner. You can be present while you read a book. Your book reading, your knitting. Aye, knitting. There's so many other fucking ways. And for me, the worst way to be present is to have some fucking wanker whisper lies into my ears. Aye, that's fair. And I mean, uh, that's what this podcast is for people. <laughs> Aye. Well, no, well, is that being present? Because this is escapism, surely. That's not them being present in the well, world. I think more often than not, uh, we're ambient. We're ambient while they're doing else, something else. Nobody, nobody, nobody is just sat listening to this podcast. And if you are, let me talk to you directly. Are you just sat there, hands on your lap, listening to this podcast, you fucking psychopath? <laughs> nothing Stay else going on. Need, need, like nothing going on. Like you're not doing dishes. You're not working. I'm literally just staring at a wall. Absolutely better. Uh, for me, you've got, it's got to be fucking background noise. I can't, I can't imagine just... Listening to a podcast. Aye. Some people just go like I was. I was talking to fucking uh, Scribius Pip the other day, and he says he just goes on walks for hours so he can listen to podcasts. And I don't know, man. I think I. Do, I think that would. Well, first of all, I'm not fucking walking that long. Fuck that for a laugh. Yeah, Nat- Natalie like, did that. I'm... Natalie did that with uh, when she lost her walk to work. She wasn't able to listen to the podcasts anymore because that was when she listened to them. So she started doing when we're in London. When the, when the fucking it wasn't hostile terrain outside, uh, she right. she used to just go for a walk just so she could listen to them. So I walking's one. I do, I do it quite I, well. My my problem is so I've uh, I'm on the fourth Brandon Sanderson Stormlight Saga book, right? Great. Now he wrote the Mistborn series, which I absolutely fucking loved. And he closed the I Wheel of Time the, books. And he closed the Wheel of Time books, which I also fucking loved. And, like, the first two of this series were fucking great. I was so into it. And then somebody pointed out that he's a big, dirty Mormon. Or a Jehovah's Witness, one of the fucking two. Anyway, he's some, <laughs> he's, he's some form of idiot. And then right? you discriminate him. Oh, no, no, no. And I was, no, no, because originally when they told me that, I was like, well, you I mean, I don't really give a shit that he's religious. Like, that's fine. That's cool that he fucking wrote, like, two of, or three of my favourite books. I think that's class. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why there's so much Christian symbolism in his books. And I was like, eh? What, like, what Christian symbolism? And then they pointed out seven fucking examples. And now I cannot finish the last book because I'm just reading the fucking, I'm just reading the Bible. I fucking gaslit myself into reading the fucking Bible. Every every single chapter now, I'm like, oh my God, this character this is, is Jesus. This is oh, that's fucking Mary. Oh, God. This has happened to you before? This has what? happened to you before when you didn't realise Creed was Christian rock? Aye, uh, <laughs> thought God, You thought they were absolute bangers? They always fucking say, like, it's the devil, right? It's the devil that creeps his way into your life. I tell you what, it's that fucking God, man. He's fucking desperate. Yeah. Um, I can't. I had a I had a coked up business idea last night while not on coke. I paused. I I paused to look something. I paused a movie to look something up. Right, you know the Bible. Right. The Bible is not copyright. You could copy and paste the Bible and sell the Bible, 
and there would be you, nobody would ha- like nobody would be able to sue you because it's not copyright. Right. Um. So that means we. I, sh- I mean, I shouldn't put this How out there mo- because we could make a hell How of a lot of. Do you think, mate? Mate, we're gonna release the fucking Bible and we're gonna go through and put swear words in it. From beginning to end, we're gonna go through the Bible and just fucking just just pepper it with swear words and sell the fucking Bible as a coffee table. Because he could pick it up, open it any page, and if it's got fucking pussy and shit and cunt and all that in it, people will read passages out of it. Who wouldn't? Like who wouldn't? Who would not want a fucking Bible on the coffee table? Oh, what's that? It's the fucking Bible. <laughs> and then you open it up and it's fucking. You can just fucking twist it. You can turn it into fan fiction. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, this is a joke that's not going to fucking work on the podcast, but it'll work on Zoom. This is my answer to your idea. Right, you just give me the thumbs up. You just give me two <laughs> no, thumbs up. No, no, you don't get to. You don't get to fucking <laughs> gaslight, gaslight the listeners. I voiced my chair around you like did, they you, do in the voice. You spun, you spun your chair like the voice. Right, I'm a TV show I've never watched, but I get the fucking reference. Now I want. Um, we were texting about this last night. Can I bring it up on the podcast? I can bring it up on the podcast. I already have. I can, I will allow me to bring it up on the podcast because it needs to be prefaced with a bunch of things. Brought to you by the lady who bought water weights for Daniel. It comes. So before any Marlena story, we must pref- preface every single Marlena story with a reminder that we would not have the lives that we have without this woman. She is a remarkable agent who regularly goes above and beyond the call of duty for her fucking clients. Her heart is always in the right place. Her brain we love her. is not always in the right place. <laughs> we love her dearly. We love her dearly. Let's we just, love her dearly. Let's and we, and, it and most, most importantly, we should be nicer to her than we are. Uh-huh. But she just embarrasses us sometimes. <laughs> Mom, because... Mom, you embarrass us in front of my friends. So, this morning, I get a panicked bunch of messages from Jean, uh, just going, uh, Berlina's got in contact with me. Oh, God, I don't know if I can t- tell you, but I feel like I have to tell you this. I'm going to phone you. And then she phones me. And turns out, Marlena, who, um, as we will learn from this story, despite our 13 years of working together, Marlena has never met me once in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have sworn that we'd had a bunch of meetings together. I could have sworn we went on tour together at one point. Uh, she's ne- she's sure never that... picked up enough information about you to read the room. No, so no, your audience. Every day during quality, what on day two, I went out on a balcony and I filmed out in Hyde Park across the road, and I was like, every day at two p.m. I'll stand out here, and if anyone's there to wave to me, I'll fucking wave back. Right? And that's I cool. People are expect... people are coming with banners and stuff, saying you're Scottish I... prick. And I really didn't expect anyone to fucking turn up. Now, immediately, immediately, as with most things I do. I loved it for about three days, and then I was like, oh, fuck, it's fucking two o'clock, I've got to go in the fucking balcony. And not because I don't appreciate it, but there's only so much you can do, man. Like, you wave, and th- and then what? I can't talk to them. Yeah. There's no fucking inter- I'm not yelling. Like, I'm just, and you also, I wave, and then they wave. Also, what you don't want is to just let it slip. And some poor cunts took time with their day, they've took their lunch break late, they've like done something to, to cheer you uh, up, and then you like do nothing for it, because you're like, ah, that moment's uh, passed now. Yeah. So you yeah, get you got out, you have your moment, and then you're like, oh, this is probably underwhelming for you now, because I can just wave. Aye. Just wave, and then they do dances, and then I'll do dances back, and I'm, I fucking hate dancing, so I'm like, that was fun for about three days. 
but still did it to go along. But I will say this, it genuinely fucking, it was a nice wee break during the day to go out there. Fucking yeah. I'd always have a side. You could say it actually picked you up. Party. It picked you up. Right. And also, man, my fucking Irish neighbours got a massive kick out of it, right? Every day they'd be like, look, there's more cats for you. And I was like, oh. Marlena. Jean phones me up this morning and she goes, I don't know what to do. Um, like, Marlena has come up with an idea, but you're going to hate it beyond, and I don't know what to do. She is trying to organise. You know what? I've, I've, I can tell this story because I've already spoken to Marlena about this. I, I, I brought it up with her. Fucking great. <laughs> no, hi, hi Marlena, if you're listening. We love you. Hi, Ma- hi. <laughs> Let's... Oh, right. Here we go. <laughs> Man, it's a good okay. job she messaged Jean because I would have encouraged it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. This is a fucking awesome idea. <laughs> this is from Marlena to Jean. Hi, wondered if I could run an idea past you for his final quarantine day on Wednesday. I'd love to see if we can surprise him and get a flash mob out on the grass at 2pm. I will repeat that for the listeners in the back. This is my agent who has managed me for 13 fucking years, right? (laughs) Maybe we can surprise him. One, I fucking hate surprises. I hate them. I hate them. I have anxiety. They put me on fucking edge. I'm a control freak. I don't (laughs) like surprises. You need to be on control. Aye. Can we surprise him and get a flash mob out in the grass at 2pm? Perhaps start with you and a few fans and then have more and more people pour in. In an ideal world, Kai, listen, in an ideal world, a few bagpipes, if not a Highland marching band, since all their events are cancelled, even some cheerleaders doing their shtick, really go nuts with it. Imagine these poor cunts getting roped into this. And just seeing the rage on my face oh, uh, on a fucking balcony as I cringe into a ball. And you're like, I'm not coming self. I'm not coming out. What would they do? Right? So so hold on, let's like play this out. Right? So yeah, the jazz band, he's twiddling his sticks, you got your bagpipes because fucking he's Scottish, so you got your guy with uh, a fucking you know, the fucking hat. What's the on. one thing you miss most about Scotland, Daniel? Is it is it is it is it your fiance? Is it is it your family? The architecture. Is it your cats? The countryside. Is it your house? No, it's the fucking bagpipes, mate. That's the one thing. I, I've not honestly. It's been thirteen <laughs> days, and music. not once have I thought about Cara's tits. And, Only the fucking noise. And we'll throw haggis a... at him. We'll throw haggis at him. We'll <laughs> sing Donald wears your trousers. Uh, you can't <laughs> shove your granny right. off the bus. All the classics. So you come out. There's the marching band. There's the the big elephant reveal. There's the people doing backflips. There's the people twirling ribbons. Oh, not only, guy, guy, not only are there people doing backflips, I'm doing a fucking backflip off the 16th floor. <laughs> like, that would have, all Marlena would have done there is successfully gathered 100 people to watch me fucking kill myself. And by the way, Kara would fully understand. Like, if you were to go back and be like, Danny jumped off a building, she'd be like, oh my, wait, what? How did, what is this? He's never shown signs of, Depression or self harm before oh, the flash, Marlena, flash, mob, flash mob for him. Oh yeah, well okay, fair enough. That's that's fair enough. That makes absolute sense. Yeah. I understand that would upset him because I've known him for more than three fucking hours. <laughs> Imagine like you know once they reach the crescendo because there's often I, I hate that as well when you're like when you because people will be holding up camera phones and you're you're, you're forced to reaction. 
you have to react because you're like, oh, oh. I don't want to look. I don't want to look ungrateful for this, but you're really super ungrateful for it. <laughs> so you you have to have ooh, you have to have a little like pissed mouth going ooh, ooh, cool. I don't know <laughs> as well. Also, oh, yeah. also that Pete Holmes thing of like you don't know how to react to magic because with a joke you laugh, but with magic there's no reaction. No. Like magic, you just be like that flash mob. Oh man, I honestly would have preferred, like, right, instead of spending all the fucking money to organise all the nerds in Sydney, every available fucking nerd. Uh, like, that's all she was looking for. She was like, okay, can we, can we find the cheerleaders? Can we find the band camp? Can we find the Scottish Highland Country dancers? And all the nerds within yeah. the area. Can we all make them St. <laughs> Daniel's fuck? I honestly would have preferred if she should have hired a fucking sniper. I would way fucking prefer a fucking sniper at that point. Shoot me in the fucking head from a mile away before you ever fucking put a flash mob in front of me. A fucking flash mob guy. <laughs> yeah, favorite. When have I ever? <laughs> they put, I think I've put them in muggle corner twice. That's how much have. I hate those motherfuckers. I think you have. <laughs> uh. Oh man, oh, man! Honestly, you. like I, I, I was God. so stressed this morning, right? So beyond you fucking stress. God, God bless I... Jean, because Jean would have agonised oh, over not wanting to upset Marlena and hurt her feelings. But also, <laughs> I've got to stop this. I've got to put myself in between this. I've got... Yeah, she had to because she was like, "This, like, I, she, this will upset Daniel so fucking much that I don't. It will take him weeks to recover." Like, he's just coming out of a quarantine, but he'll be going into a further three-week emotional quarantine <laughs> as he shuts off for the world because some viral video now exists of him watching the thing he hates most in the fucking While world. While utterly disrespecting the craft of the people doing it. <laughs> Man, oh. Like, God bless her. Like, like oh, she's doing... Like, it was clearly... The like, best place. She, she saw me enjoying the company of five people across the road. And she made... In her head, which was the next logical step of, well, if we get if we get ten times more people, you'll be ten times more happy. So, and then, you know, with fucking, you know, cheerleading and bands, his two favourite things, the man who famously <laughs> uh, yeah. loves gymnastics and music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wanted to make a fuss of you. She wanted to make a fuss uh, of you. But it's it's such a strange relationship you have. I've always said you're like, uh, you're like, because you... You've got arrested development in your teenage phase because she picked you up when you were a teenager. And you're in your 30s now, but you're still the pair of you haven't snapped out of it. And not just you being a moody teenager, but her trying to smother you. It's like, um, it's like... It's a two-way, it's a two-way street. And and yeah, I I don't... like I, like I, so I, she she phoned this morning, right? uh, Because we're just going through some fucking last minute book. Uh, edits right and we're butting heads on it now me and marlena often fucking butt heads about a lot of things but because our relationship has gone on for fucking 13 years like there's very 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 rarely is there any fucking love lost between it like we can speak very upfront to each other and you know and she 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 does allow (laughs) she does allow me to fucking just truly be myself and go fuck this fuck that like be the you know i get all my cunt or at least i feel like get all my cuntiness out uh, you know around her so that way i'm not a shit to other people right but 
So she falls uh, she, up. She's, a, she's a punch bag for you, like. You do take a deal right, sometimes. Right. You, 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 need, you need to change how he act as well. Oh, yes, definitely. I've managed to, but that's one of, the, one of the reasons I went into therapy was to improve my relationship with Marlena and, the, you know, the way I fucking treated her on the fucking tour. But that's a separate story entirely. Right. The phone up. We're laughing about the fucking stuff this morning. And she's just going, can I ask you a couple of questions about the book? I'm like, of course you can. She asked me a couple of questions. We're laughing away. And I go, can I ask you a question? She goes, yeah. And I went, a fucking flash mob. Can I, can I, Marlena, Marlena, can you just do something for my mental health here? Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we've met before. But the fact that you were about to order me a flash mob suggests that we've never met in my fucking life. And I need to know if I have fight clubbed my career up until now. Like, do you actually exist? Or do I just put on a fucking blonde wig, black leather trousers, and pretend to be an Austrian woman and then nail my career? Because clearly we've never actually met. Because someone who has met me would never in their fucking life fucking suggest getting me a I fucking flashbulb. I, I love that, that scenario, Marlene. I was your Tyler did and... <laughs> that's, that's like on Big Mouth, the fucking gym instructor's fucking uh, hormone monster. <laughs> Your title I did this Marlena. <laughs> oh god. So like so G was G was G was like, please don't mention this on the podcast. I'm like, I can't not mention it on the podcast because first of all, I know Marlena's Marlena listens to it and I know she fucking gets a laugh out of these things and also she does need to be Crucified for this horrific fucking suggestion, and she's becoming and such, she's becoming such a funny character on the podcast, just an enigmatic background character that everybody knows of because of the water weight and because of the flash mob. She always asks me to write a sitcom for her, but I don't have the heart to tell her that the best sitcom I can write would be about her once she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, oh. oh, like when I'm thirty. Oh, she's not going to die before then. That was a. That was when I'm 35. Oh, that's yeah, five that years was away. cold blooded. All the shit that was said about that. This is the bit I'm going to edit out. You bastard! You're fucking in. Yeah, you're in your thirties now. Start with a different. I know, that's, start with a different that's decade. Your heart is good. Sorry. In my head, I'm still 22. I'm still twenty. Don't tell Cara. That's uh, that's that's good, you know. I've been I've been reading New Scientist, and I've been reading an article every day as part of my something every day that I add. And um, there was an article about your perceived age is actually a key to your longevity to get more years out of your life and more life out of your years. Perceive yourself as younger, have an active sex life. I would say yes to social occasions, like don't just start being what you expect old to be. Um. I've got speaking of speaking of an active sex life because I'm obviously in uh, quarantine. Um, Cal Penn bought me a sex toy. Well, I, I didn't know what that was because you were like, "It's a butt plug," and I'm like, "Me, that's not a beginner's butt plug." Like, if that's a butt plug, that's uh, like, hello, you need a boot, you need a boot like fifty butt plugs building up to that butt plug. It's like, yeah, uh, that's, you know, like that's, if you get an yeah. expander earring, you wouldn't just start with uh, one like the size of Elliot Steele's nostril. So. <laughs> <laughs> so um was it a a, a flashlight K- kind of right so cal is in quarantine uh in canada because he's filming something uh and so he's going through the so we're literally going i know, I know cal, cal penn is famous and the majority of people listening know who he is but for reference to anybody that doesn't know it's uh harold and kumar get the munchies 
And yeah, so he was he's Kumari. He's also I can't remember the name of his character in House. He's in Designated Survivor. Uh, he's, he's in a, he's, he's in he's, loads of stuff, and uh, he's also uh, he's both. And then he he, he he diversified his portfolio into being a writer for Barack Obama for his I, speeches. Oh yeah, yep, <laughs> what yep, a diverse done, career. Mint, mint. Aye, and he's he's now doing voice acting stuff. So he's comedically he's fucking very very funny, but he's also a very very good serious actor. And I'm very very lucky to get to call him uh, my friend. Uh, so we've had you know a night or two where we've just we FaceTimed each other mid fucking quarantine, just talking about how fucking boring it is and how different Canadian quarantine is to Australian quarantine. And then uh, the other day, like he, he messaged me, he's going, "What what hotel are you staying in?" Sorry, tell him. And he goes, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna send you something." And I'm like, okay. And now th- he's in Canada, so I'm expecting this thing to arrive like two fucking days later. I shit you fucking not. Seven hours later, there's a fucking knock at the door, right? And it comes in this like foil bag, and it's 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 sealed. And I open it up, and it's this. I mean, I don't know if people saw it, but it's like a red cup thing, and it's like a yeah, it's essentially like a fucking cheaper flashlight. So you rip off the top, and then there's like a silicone hole and it comes with loop and you've got to do that. Now, when that arrives, I have quite strong feelings about flashlights. I've never wanted to use a flashlight just because I don't... I, I, I don't want wanking to feel like sex. Like, I don't want to blur the fucking line between the two things for me. Like, I want wanking to feel like wanking. Right? It's something you do when you're hungover. It's something you do when you're fucking alone. It's just, it's a fucking monkey reaction to get an endorphin and losing your head. And then sex is class and it's with the person you fucking love. I don't want to wank with something that, you know, blurs the... Uh, you don't, you I don't, don't want it to feel you, similar. You don't, you don't want some fucking Wallace and, Wallace and Gromit style machine that fucking just does all the action <laughs> for you. <laughs> I don't want to be wanking with something and be like, you know what, this actually is better than the woman I love. Never mind. <laughs> uh, um, for, for, so, me, for me, wank, like I said, even if your sex life's active, you've still got um, to wank just because there's certain things that like you can't have in your relationship, like other people. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you've got to right. wank for. A bit of strange. Uh, so, like, so Cara, Cara <laughs> often, she's like, why don't you tell me when you're going for a wank? You know, I'd, I'd, I'd help out boy. Nah. Look at it. Like, sometimes they're not happy or sexy, man. Like, I'm just having a wank. Nah. Like, I'm just, it's just exists. I need to have one. Like, I'm hungover. Nah, if I, keep, I, it, know if I it, keep it secret, that's not for Natalie. That's for me. She's not giving a fuck. I, I, I wanked our TikTok dancers last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> she went to bed shop and I was like you know what I haven't had a wank in ages I'm gonna fucking uh, it's this but why how did you get on TikTok like were yeah. you just on TikTok I'll and s- then you I'll send you the video <laughs> are we there don't as, are, we there, Absolutely. are we there as friends <laughs> I sent, wait, I so sent wait. them to Khan uh, basically it's this, is it a TikTok porn channel on the, a porn website it's, or it's this uh, bus, bus it where the girls are like fully dressed and they'll just be like dancing to the song and then the song kicks in or changes actually it changes to a different one and they do like a slut drop and they'll be like we're now on so they'll go from like fully dressed dancing to just boom all the clothes are gone and there'll be like 20 second snap videos and somebody sent us I it. can't believe that's how fucking TikTok sucked you in Some- like, oh. somebody sent us a well everyone thought it would be chaps comedy <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, so I, I didn't I didn't join TikTok to see it. Someone sent us a video like I'm in a I'm in a fucking WhatsApp group with squaddies in the majority of stuff that gets sent in there is debauched. I'm scared to open it. But on one of the times I did oh, open it, I was like, it was like a two-minute video of TikTok dances where I ended up without on. I was like, ah, I'm, ha- I'm on my own. I'm having it. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> boys. Oh, oh. So, this cup arrives. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm going, I don't want to fucking use it. Like, I just I just don't. I tell Cara about it. Cara's like, please. Like, I'm fascinated to find out what it's like, whether you enjoy it or whether it's good. And maybe we can incorporate it, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I'm like, nah, nah. And then it just stares at you. It's got a profound ability to stare at you for two days. Like I'm just like, like you say, you say, I'm sitting there. I'm having, I'm having a wank, and it's just there. And it's, it's, got it's a, like, it's got a come on. Pst function. <laughs> pst. <laughs> come on, man. Like I genuinely must have had about five wanks within eyesight of it, and it was just being being all coy, being like, "Come on, don't do me like that. Let me join in. Come on, what are you talking about? It'll be fine. I wouldn't tell anyone. You're in quarantine. No one will know. Nobody will know. Just throw me away. I'm multiple use, but you can use me one. Person. Like I'm sure you've got you've got the same use voice as them cigarettes. That's what the cigarettes said. <laughs> now I'm on twenty a day. You couldn't. Oh, it's fucking 24 now that Marlene's trying to organise a fucking flash mob for me. <laughs> flash mob and a flashlight. So, uh, so I give in. Um, I, like, it's fucking day 10, 11 of quarantine. Like, there's nothing, there's no There's no lower place to go. Go ahead. Uh, cup was too small. Cup was, cup too, was small. too small. I held, I held the cup and I was like, well, that's the, that's the girth of my dick there. So that's not going to, it doesn't just fit in. That's not prime fucking, you know. I'm, my dick isn't like a fucking. You shag Cara and she's tiny. Ah, uh, well, uh, white hips and a wider mouth. Just mate, spit on it. Give it a gum shield. Well, no. Well, no. What I realised, because well, I, like, I tried to fucking use it then, it was just very, very uncomfortable using all the you. But, but you can take you can take the cup up, you can take the, the silicon vagina out of the cup. Now, it's not a vagina, it's just a fucking hole. I think if they'd made it look lifelike, that would have made me be too uncomfortable. Again, that's the... So, hold on, are you... Hold on. Have we just discovered that you just hadn't took it out of the packet? (laughs) No, no. It's meant to stay in the cup. That's the whole fucking point Uh, of the mm -hmm. thing. That's... uh, (laughs) That is. God, imagine, imagine that was true, just me just ramming it through the... What, is it meant to chafe the sides, Cal? Is it meant to be real fucking bad? <laughs> Man, here's the thing. I'll fucking call Rue out for being a dirty bastard. I posted about it on fucking Instagram, and less than 30 seconds later... New York route messaged me on Instagram and be like, oh man, those things are great, you'll love them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> and then all these other people, like, because I genuinely didn't know what it was when I first saw it, and the amount of people in my DMs were like, it's a fucking sex toy. And I'm like, all right, as if this makes me look worse than you, you dirty, lonely cunts. I'm sorry, I've never seen a one-use sex toy before in my life. Is it single-use? No, no. Well, I mean, it is... Unless you've got um, unless you've got a dishwasher. Fucking, the uh, the cleanup's not a fucking like that's the bit where I like you've got to I mean I'll show you. Hold on. What using it? Danny, oh get put your cock away. Oh god, don't fuck a cup. Not on Zoom. That's not on Zoom. Stop fucking the cup on Zoom. <laughs> right. <laughs> there it is. So that's Oh wow, yeah, like, yeah. 
Oh, I feel like, man, not, uh... even though it's on Zoom, I feel like you're pointing a gun at us because you pointed the hole and I felt like if you're going to squeeze it, I'm getting that. <laughs> I'm fucking flinching. <laughs> so... But, like, to... So, like, that's the beep loop in there. I mean, I'm mad. Look, fucking... That looks... Uh, that does look narrow. Oh, uh, yeah, you're getting that. Yeah, I, You're getting that uh, away I heed, man. That. You're getting that away I heed. Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna... I nearly fucking tried there forgetting... Forgetting that you're gonna just cl- <laughs> climb into a lava lamp. Aye. Uh, well, so you've got, like... You can turn it inside out and it's also looking so you just wash it. But, I mean, that's the... Man, look. Every moment after a wank, there's so many fucking jokes about it. Like, you know, once the rush is over, the fucking shame you feel. It's a different fucking type. Because normally, after a wank, you come in a tissue, and you can literally just pull your fucking trousers up straight after, and move on with your life. Mm. Your dick's covered in lube and cut, because you've, you've just come in a fucking sack. Uh, and then it's just... And then you're left with it. You've got that to clean up. Just leave it if you're in a oh, hotel, I... man. Leave it for the maid. Put it out by the door where you have food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, I mean, I love that we've both simultaneously fucking spent my life in Muggle Corner the last week and a half or two weeks or something without even choreographing it. But we've both daily put food posts on. And that was oh, that I... was accidental simultaneous because I didn't, I didn't know that's what you were going to be doing. <laughs> I just started taking pictures of me breakfast, but this is something from from my end, right? I put the, I put them on as like, um, it's like this is what Instagram's for, I. This is what your muggles like. Is this what you want? Food mm. turns out I the day, and you get loads of response, and it's dead reactive, and you start feeling good about the food that you made, and you start taking a bit more care over it, and taking like better pictures, and then you're like, oh, this has stopped being ironic now. I'm just the thing I hate. Oh, wait, so so what you're telling me is the chefs at my hotel are not watching my Instagram videos because they've not improved jack shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, kill, it, kills, so, it kills me how much you kick off with stuff that like goes together. Like, uh, what was it? It was sausage and mash and peas. And you were like, peas with sausage and mash in what world? <laughs> like, little... No, my problem was that the sausages, like, surely, for me, sausages mash and peas are separate things like why the fuck are the peas just scattered like a fucking garnish like fucking salt bait on top of these whole sausages are you just there going like also, why don't you just put them in a blender then like just put everything together <laughs> i like my food to be rationed out in portions of the plate because i have full control the other one, the other, i have control the other, one, the other one that i've got full disagreement meatballs and rice is not the fucking standard right it might be fucking common in like fucking you know Morocco and other places that I've not been to and fucking tried the cuisine I tell you what I just, spaghetti I, and meatballs it's spaghetti and meatballs I just that's don't, why I just, meatballs exist I just don't find it noteworthy I, fi- I find rice and pasta quite like interchangeable as a carb option and I, f- I think like with meatballs like yesterday like being rice Nah, man, if you were to make me fucking rice carbonara, I would fucking be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just a result, but don't call it that. <laughs> you would be like, uh, but like, the way you are getting meatballs with, with rice, it's like you're getting a Subway for the first time. And you're getting meatballs with bread. Bread's not spaghetti. You're just like, just fucking have your sub, man. <laughs> Why not? I did. That was my reaction to meatball sub. <laughs> but then your second reaction was, mmm, mm, this is nice. A lot of this. Alright, so right. Ah, and that was my reaction to meatballs and rice. It was fucking, it was decent. But there's just fucking some days where, like, I feel that they're just been like, okay, we're going to give you some fucking nice meals. And I'm like, can you not, can you not gauge it 
I know you're mass producing food for like fucking 1200 people in a hotel, I get that. But can you not like work out what day they're on and then go, right, he's on day 12, so just send him up a fucking pizza, man. Let's stop messing around with anything braised. Let's stop fucking like, he's sad. Uh, just send him up 12 muffins. He just, 12 muffins for each meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just send up muffins constantly. He's on day 13. He's okay. You know what? It's breakfast on the morning of the 13th day. Just send up a fucking half a bottle of vodka. Just, I promise you. We've looked through it. We know what diet you need on each one of these days. First week's healthy, and by the end of it, here's a bunch of gummy bears, you lonely bastard. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, just the, 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 they do seem to be like trying to try and overhaul to make it gourmet. But uh, but all the retrieve well, all the all the retrieving is airplane food. It, it, no, no, no. I will. I will it, it's definitely a step above airplane food. Like it, it's like some of the meals are like the pie I had yesterday was fucking exceptional. Like there's been some really good meals, and then there's been some other ones where you just go, oh, I tell you what, the fucking one good thing is, it's the only time in my life where I've been in Australia and I have not been fucking forced eggs for breakfast. It's so refreshing to have an Australian chef and you, who can fathom a breakfast without eggs. And do you think that is because, uh, just random, or do you think it's because Marlena, who we've been giving so much stick to for this whole podcast, has made the fucking hotel's life a misery letting them know that you don't like eggs? No, no, because no, no. I mean, there's nothing you could do to get them to change anything. The only thing you can do to get them to change your meals here is pick vegan or vegetarian. Like it is, it's across the board. That's the food you fucking get. Because and also, I find that, if she did do that, I don't know why she'd let them send so many fucking fish dishes. I find that so hilarious that um that you like you hate juice with pulp in it to the point that you done like a stand up routine about it where like you got purposefully angry. You done that fucking. Rod Gilbert's style of pseudo rage at something that's actually quite trivial. Um and and Molly and I took that on board as like, oh, he really is that aggressive about juice with pulp in it. <laughs> so that it would it would proceed with like anywhere we went, she should get there first and go, Oh my god, don't give him juice with pulp in he like it's it, it, he hates that. <laughs> so like when we first no. when we first turned up to um the Adelaide. Adelaide Australia trip where we're being looked after by the Tobins and the Tobins were just like yeah Marlene was pretty clear not to have pulp in your juice like we were like oh no yeah. oh no you that's, can, you getting, can still... that's getting ahead of us where the, right. where the divas way, you can still have orange juice with pulp in the fridge I'll just have water instead yeah I once I once mentioned when I was 17 years old to Marlena that I liked green apples, and I have never been to a venue where there are not green apples. <laughs> that is, every venue is now an orchid. Uh, that's but that, again, that's the that's what Marlena is like. She does, you in, know, she in, wants to make part, sure everything's fucking great. It all comes. In part of and most of the time, she gets it right-ish. Yeah, part, part of you is going, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed that like she's making me look like this much of a diva to, the, to every single promoter that we'll meet across the globe, right? And another part of you is like, but if I say nothing, everything's going to be right when I get there. Aye. Well, it's a bad, it's, it's the one thing we always used to fucking laugh about uh, whenever, we, whenever we were on tour and you'd get to the venues and all the staff would say, be like, oh, your, your agent, your agent can be a real hard ass. And we're like, yeah, 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 that's why we know you've done your fucking job. Like, you know how we're nice to you? That's because we know that she's been fucking annoying you 
for weeks fucking straight to make sure that this is fucking perfect. You know how I'm affable and you can get on with me? It's because my agent did her job. Oh, um, uh, he has a he has a tidbit that you probably know already. But you know when um, somebody puts on the radar like the uh, like I can't remember who's famous for it, but like take the blue M and M's out. They don't like the blue M and M's. All that is for is if the, it's usually like a musician or something, right? If they come in and the blue M and M's are taken out, that means they've probably got the correct cables. They've probably got the right speakers. They've probably got the right like everything that else that's on the radar has been looked at meticulously. That isn't them yeah. being a diva. That's them putting in something to check the attention to detail of the person that's receiving the writer. Yeah. It's actually So anytime you hear anytime you hear a member of staff complaining, Oh my god, look at this ridiculous thing in this person this person's writer, that person is terrible at their job. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that, that person was like, Oh, they made this ludicrous request, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, so you're not gonna do any of the things on the thing. You're gonna cut all the corners, got you. Yeah, and pleasure all, to play. And all them things are paid for also, like by the tour. It's not like get making ah. demands from the venue. Oh man, do you not fucking remember on our first fucking first European tour? And you thought like, everyone was dead generous. <laughs> we were going around <laughs> being like Europe is class. Like every venue we go to, there's a bottle of vodka, there's two bottles of red, there's two bottles of white. They take out for a meal. They've got green apples. <laughs> man, I'm like fucking Europe is the dead end of the airport line. It's like fucking hell, you guys ate and drank a lot of your rider, and we were like, huh? Like, do you not remember the time in fucking, like, Serbia and Slovenia? We would be, like, when the staff were going away, we'd be sneaking the bottles of wine into our rucksacks, being like, fuck it, we'll take it back to the hotel. Robbing ourselves. (laughs) Taking from the me and giving to me. Robbing fucking noob. Like some fucking... Robbing noob. (laughs) (laughs) Robbing noob and his merry man. (laughs) We're just... Oh my god, we got all these three bottles of wine and just all these fucking lovely Serbian staff and be like, are they nicking their own fucking <laughs> on the whistling on the whistling while they're leaving with their own stuff? <laughs> you see the financial breakdown idiot. afterwards. There's been a, I haven't turned a profit. <laughs> oh amazing. But uh, that was a standard reset now, we have to drink it all. Really? We're going uh, back. We're touring again soon, mate. Well, you're touring new. That's yours starts on the what ninth. Your I f- don't know. I don't know. Your fifth, uh, your like f- literally, I, uh, I've, I've got no idea. Like I've had the same same conversation with uh, Beeps and Jane in the past fucking week when they're just like, "When are you? You know what? I'm not even going to ask you because I know you don't know." And I'm good. Good. You're both learning. I have no idea where I am at any point in the future. Yeah. I get told where to go and it's the way I like to live. Because I've, I've been uh, checking your live diary because uh, Marlena hasn't updated my diary yet because everything's moving all the time but she's like, look, anything that goes up on sale um, anything that goes up on sale will be on Daniel's uh, website and then once that's all settled I'll let you know and you can put that out in your diary and everything, right? And I was like, right, fucking sweet. So I, I checked to see when I start which is like May, some point in May and then I looked and your Adelaide gig isn't back to back with your other Adelaide gig. Your extra show. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Dude. this, but your extra show is first. Aye. 
So I think you've got to you've got to come into the lockdown in Sydney and then go to Adelaide to pop and do a gig and then carry on to wherever you were meant to be next. I was it was it was fucking beeps that broke their news to me. I'd I'd literally put I'd literally posted on fucking Instagram, but again I don't I don't I'm so bad at social media and I'm so bad at knowing where I am. Marlena tends me through post this fucking here's the thing. So I post I don't pay any attention to it because again. I wake up in the morning and somebody texts me and they tell me where to go and that's how I look. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a way not to go mad, isn't it? I, I've, I pretty much discovered it on tour and on the fringe that if you just look at what's just directly in front of you and not at the big picture, yeah. looking at the whole thing and make you fucking lose your mind. But just looking at what's next makes you feel like you just live like this. It's like uh, if you are building a massive wall, just concentrate on each brick. Eventually you'll have yeah. a wall. If you look and go, oh my God, this wall's never going to be finished. I've hardly made a fucking dent in it. Aye. Well, because that's, uh, man, we made that mistake with the first tour. Do you not know fucking remember on our first ever tour in the UK? Because it was, what, it was fucking 55 shows in 60 days. And Malena had obviously printed off that fucking five-day spreadsheet. And we would literally tick them off as we went. And when we'd done a page, we would, sorry, environment. Sorry, Greta Thunberg. But we uh, threw them out the window. We were like, that's that done. I think that was bad because the whole time we're just looking at how much longer five bar gates. It was five bar gates all the way through it as if it was a sentence, and you go, no, no, just enjoy living like this, and to just like it is what it is. Aye, yeah. The reason I don't pay attention is because I don't like to know how long it's going to be before I fucking see Cara again. Like I'd just rather not think about it. I'd rather go day by day and then you know get through shit. Um, Why'd you have your fingers crossed when you said that? How could you see behind my back? The mirror! <laughs> <laughs> right, your dad. Let's do it. Your dad holds in his farts and can use his muscles to push it back up through his body and turn it into a bark because he likes the taste. <laughs> your dad tried to hatch his Easter egg and he cried like he lost the baby when he saw all the melted chocolate running down his leg. <laughs> Your dad rollerblades to work. <laughs> Your dad melts, melts his cream egg by holding a lighter under the tinfoil and inject it straight into his veins. That's how he eats his. <laughs> Your dad gets bullied at work. <laughs> My dad gets bullied at work <laughs> for, rollerbl- for rollerblading in. I, I, look, I'm not saying they're related. I'm not, I don't want to make any assumptions about his workmates. I, know, I just know two facts. Your dad rollerblades at work and your dad gets bullied at work. The rest is, he's a, <laughs> the rest is up to you, Columbo. He's a sole trader. He works for himself. <laughs> Just Linda coming in. <laughs> you, that's a you fucking rollerblading around the block again, you fucking loser. <laughs> your dad calls himself Sesh Jesus because he disappears on Friday and doesn't come back until Sunday. That, that and the sandals. <laughs> Uh, your dad had a, your dad had his nipples removed to help him swim faster. <laughs> your dad left a treasure hunt for your mom on Easter, but he made the clues take as far away from him as possible so he could watch Top Gear in peace. <laughs> your dad can't swim. <laughs> Not with them rollerblades no. on anyway. <laughs> No, no, no point in having the nipples removed either. Aye, what a waste! What a waste! He thought it was a life hack. He thought it was going to work. <sighs> well, that's the podcast. Right, I'll fucking no, I'll fucking end that there then. Right, stop. <laughs>